This is a podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. There are so many things to consider when it comes to buying a house and looking for a mortgage, and recently it may have gotten a little bit harder. To find out why and to hear some advice on how you can get on the property ladder, I'm now joined by Matt Sanders, a mortgage expert and spokesperson at gocompare.com. Hi Matt. Hi there. Now, buying a home, taking out a mortgage, it's a big thing, but has it become harder in recent years? It's a very big thing and it's a very exciting time for a lot of people, getting their first home or even moving to to, to the next home. Um, but yes, it has got a little bit harder in the, in the last few years. So last year we saw the introduction of the Mortgage Market Review. Now what this did is tell banks to kind of tighten up the way that they lend to customers by asking a couple of more questions around the way that customers um, receive and spend their money. So what this means is banks will be looking into the, the kind of current accounts for potential customers and seeing exactly how much is coming in and how they're spending that. And then asking a couple of questions around whether they think they could tighten their belts in any way should mortgage rates increase. That's a very important part as well. It's a stress test. So what the banks are looking to do is make sure customers can afford to repay the mortgage should there be an increase in, say, the base rate or increase in the interest rates by up to 7%. Um, This is a good thing from a customer's point of view because it does make sure that they can realistically afford to repay the mortgage given a certain change in their circumstances. But also from a bank's point of view, it makes sure that they are lending responsibly and they're not going to face big losses with the mortgages as we saw in the financial crisis. It sounds like a very sensible thing. It pays to be aware of your finances, especially if you're looking to take out a a mortgage or anything like that. But what about people who are desperate to get on the, the home bank ladder and are struggling with that? Well, there are certain things that the government has done to help this out. So if you are a first time buyer, there are now help to buy ICEs, which in my opinion are a complete no brainer for anyone who's looking to buy their first property. It's a tax free way of earning up to 4% interest um, on your savings. And also at the end of that, when you're looking to put a deposit down on your first house as well, the government will add 25% in, in free cash. And that's free money from the government for anyone who's looking to buy their first house. This is why I'm saying it's a no-brainer. It's uh, it's something that everyone who's looking to buy their first house should look into. But there's also the, the shared equity schemes the government are now offering, which means the government will own a stake in the house, which will help customers get onto the property ladder a little bit sooner. So the mortgage market review itself, what kind of things would banks be asking potential customers about their finances? Generally, they'll look into all the income and the outgoings of the customer's accounts. Now, this could be regular savings incomes. It'll obviously be salaries. If you're self-employed, it'll be any kind of regular incomes that you have, but also kind of averaging out what you earn over a set period of time and looking for proof that that's going to carry on into the future as well. What they'll do with the outgoings is look at, say, if you're spending £60 a month on getting your hair done, or if you're spending £100 a week in certain shops, they'll just ask if you can do without that, or if you could limit that down. Um, and that's, that brings us back to the kind of stress test that the, that uh, banks now have to, in, to go through with the customer's financing, making sure that if the worst were to happen and mortgage rates were to climb, then the customers would be able to afford to repay the mortgage. And it just means a couple of extra questions when you're going through um, the affordability checks for the mortgage. So as a customer who's looking for a mortgage, you really have to go through your finances and make sure everything is up to date and um, that you're aware of all your outgoings. That's right. Yeah, it's always um, it's always in, in your best interest to be aware of all your finances. Just make sure that if you're not using particular memberships or it's like, say gym memberships, anything like that, then you you do cancel them because it is it's wasted money. 
but it's always in a customer's interest to be aware of their finances and keep on top of it. Customers who show that they're in control of their finances and they can manage them properly are more likely to be accepted because they should have a good credit history because they keep up with the repayments, they keep up with the bill payments, they won't have any missed payments on their credit file. Therefore, the banks will look more favourably when they're looking to borrow a mortgage. Credit history and credit ratings must play a big part in being eligible for a mortgage, but why exactly is that? Well, they play an enormous part in helping customers uh, be be approved for a mortgage. That's because the banks often look there as a kind of first port of call to see how a customer generally manages their finance. Um, if you imagine that if if you're if you're looking outside of your kind of general current account holding bank to borrow a mortgage, they have no information on the way that you manage your finances. Therefore, they're going to look to the credit reference agencies to see uh, or gain an insight into how you how you do that. Now, what a credit reference agency will will say is how much available credit you have uh, in the form of credit cards and loans. Now, it's very important to keep on top of that because banks will look at how much available credit you have available to you. So if you're not using all the the credit that's available on your credit cards, cancel it down. Just make sure that you've got a kind of comfortable buffer if the worst were to happen. But if you've got, say, a £20,000 limit on a credit card and you don't use all of that, then cancel it down. Reduce your available credit because the banks will look into that. It's also really important to register on the electoral roll because this will help boost your credit score. It'll be a first kind of port of call of making sure that you you live where you say you live. It's a kind of third party way of checking that. Um, So, yeah, there are things that you can do to improve your credit score, but make sure you're keeping up with your bill payments is one of the most important things there. Now, Matt, you've mentioned interest rates and, of course, they can change and other things can change. Is there anything coming up in the future that can affect the mortgage market that we should know about? Well, there's a couple of things coming up you know, that a lot of people are saying that if we exit the EU, it might have an impact on, on the mortgage market. But there are some changes to the way that uh, tax works with rental properties. So there are some people saying that this might flood the market with landlords trying to sell properties off. But what it generally means is that landlords are also going to be, going to be looking for better deals on their mortgages. They're going to look to reduce their repayments down to claim back or to kind of gain back some of that income they're losing by paying the tax and things like the, the general wear and tear and, and the maintenance payments which they used to receive. Matt, some great advice. Where could listeners find some more information? So you can find more information on gocompare.com slash mortgages where we have plenty of helpful guides and a comparison from across the market of all mortgage products. Matt Sanders, thanks for joining me today on Insight Radio. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to this podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. For more podcasts, check out insightradio.co.uk.